Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. Intoxicated podcast. If you are new to this podcast, this is a podcast where I have my friends on and we um, have a chat over the booze of their choice. And if you are returning to the podcast, you rock. Thanks for coming back and thanks for listening. This week we have my dear friend Caitlin on, my lip syncing partner in crime, um, a friendship that kind of formed over our love of Third Eye Blind. Quite literally. Um, we met, we became Facebook friends, and we literally bonded over music and have been friends ever since. This episode got really fucking real. Uh, at multiple points in the episode, I do say things like, this probably isn't going to go in. I should probably take this out. Guess what, people? It's all staying in. So I'm sorry, mom, if you ever find this. I'm so sorry. It's a very real episode. We do talk about Caitlin's coming out and her emergence into the drag world. Caitlin is now one of the regular performers at the very awesome Get Your Drag On, um, which takes place every Monday night at Men's and Molly's Bar. It's super cheap cover, and it's so fun. So everyone should definitely check it out. It's Get Your Drag On on Facebook. Check out their events. Come out to a show. Um, Caitlin's persona is Jack Doff, which is amazing. And he's super suave and handsome and he knows how to put on a fucking show. So come on out and see, get your drag on Halifax. All of that being said, make sure you are subscribed on Google Play and iTunes and be sure to follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So Facebook, that's Intoxicated Podcast and on Twitter in underscore intoxicated and Instagram, Intoxicated Podcast. So make sure you're following me on all the things. Make sure you're subscribed. And maybe leave a review if you can. That'd be awesome. Maybe I'll even read it on the next episode. So there you go. Um, it can be ridiculous and crazy, and I'll read it. Anyways, let's get to this fucking awesome episode. Enjoy, everyone. We are rolling. <laughs> the clink of my eggs. No, it's good. Oh, that should be like part of your intro. So I, I always start with a cheers. Oh, swell. Okay. So can I, do it, can I do it in Welsh? Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. Yachida. Woo, that was a good one. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Good drink, too. We are here with Caitlin. Hi. And we are drinking. Yeah, we are. What did you choose, Caitlin? I chose my go-to, um, well, part of it, Sailor Jerry which is an excellent rum. It's spiced and it's 46%. So you get more bang for your buck than say Captain Morgan. And we're having it with uh, good old Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. Originally it was supposed to be Dr. Pepper, but I forgot it at home. And then the convenience store didn't have any. Yeah. So that was my It's bad. a garbage convenience store apparently. So um, we usually start each podcast with a friendship origin story. Okay. So this is kind of weird because we don't really know what our friendship origin story is. Because we have several. Um, <laughs> we have multiple t- <laughs> Multiple timelines. We met a few different times and kept forgetting the previous times. <laughs> the very yeah. first time that I can recall that is from a night that I barely recall was the world's largest pub crawl in 2008, which was on my 22nd birthday. So mm-hmm. I just aged myself for anyone listening. 
Um, <laughs> and yeah, you were friends with girls that I had gone to high school with who you went to university with. Right. Yeah. So I met, I met Vicky. Right. Through Danielle and Karen and all that. Yeah. Because they all live together. And so we all went out in this pub crawl. And what I remember from this pub crawl was that I got drugged twice. <laughs> so, like, we got... Because it was, like, Rosalind pub crawl. It started at, like, 11 o'clock or something like that. Yeah, I think we headed out around 4 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> and it went, like, all night. Like, all day yeah. and all night. And I remember, like, getting drunk and then going home and sobering up and then doing it all over again in the evening. And then, I yeah, so I think there was pictures taken that night. Were you in the pictures? No, I had, had taken just... pictures of you because oh, right. we were Vicky's friends. And then I remember I posted them on Facebook because there was a whole album of those photos. Right. And then it was years later that we were talking about this pub crawl and realized that we had both been there and we had totally met because you were in one of those pictures and I had put a caption on there like, Vicky's friends, can't remember their names. <laughs> oh my God, that's <laughs> so it, funny. It was you and I think Karen and Danielle. Yeah. And then we met on um, New Year's Eve at Rest. Remember oh, that? that was a couple years. That was, I think, 2010 or 2011. Yeah. Because yeah. I recognized Danielle from right. several parties at Leslie's house. Mm -hmm. And then she was with you. And so we ended right. up partying together that night. Oh my gosh. Okay, it's all coming full circle now. <laughs> that literally Basically, just... drinking brought us together. Yeah. So this is very appropriate. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> drinking brings people together. But especially in Nova Scotia. That's how we, and I remember, that was such a fucking great New Year's Eve, too. It was like, stellar. Yeah. Oh my god, that old, I miss the old reflections. Same. So much. That place was so sketchy. Oh, totally. But I loved that it so much. That was part of the charm. Exactly, right? <laughs> but yeah, so that's essentially how we met. But then we, we stayed, we stayed Facebook friends. And so then I think, and then I think we bonded over music. Yeah, because we discovered a mutual love for Third Eye Blind. Uh, let's just talk about it. Can okay, we all right. Talk about it. I think I can handle it. Because too emotional. Um. Yeah, I would say that there. I, I hate the favorite band question because it makes me feel bad to pick one. Right. But I would say that they're like definitely on my top three Same favorite room. bands. Yep. I mean, I do name them as my favorite band, but other bands sort of step in and out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, it's true because... I have like a top 10 constantly that's constantly changing. <laughs> yeah. And so we we actually went to a Third Eye Blind show together. 2012. Woo! And here's the story. So this actually ties in nicely from the last episode I did with Amy because I talked about my terrible fucking breakup that I had. And, but as I was getting over that, they um we found out that they were coming to Halifax. And yeah. I was like, fuck yes, let's go. And me and Caitlin and Danielle went. And that show was just fucking amazing. It was phenomenal. And we had such a good view. Because, like, we started out near the front and, like, sort of eventually got shoved back by some bros. But we yeah. still pretty close to the front. I would say, like, third or fourth row. It was just... I, I still can't describe how amazing that was. Yeah. Like, when I think about how I felt that night, like, I can't even conjure it up in my head because it was so euphoric. Like, it was... I just... There's a video that you took of me that night. I remember you were like, because it was right before the show was about to start, and you were like asking how it was. And I was like, I'm so fucking excited. Like, <laughs> do I have that on Facebook? You do, yeah. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to go back and watch that. Because I remember being like, oh, my mom's gonna see me swear. <laughs> yeah, but it's fine. Yeah, it's, blind. it's all right. It's it was good. so good. What would you say? What would you say is your favorite? Well, oh, actually, I already know the answer. To that. Yeah. Well, let's talk about why. Like, okay. Um, your favorite Third Eye Blind song? Uh, that is without a doubt "Motorcycle Drive By," and it's been my favorite since I was either 10 or 11 years old, somewhere in that range. 
because I had acquired <laughs> one of my brother's old mixtapes. It had probably been lying on his bedroom floor or something. And I just took it. Uh, sorry, Marshall. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it was one of the songs on there. And I just, I remember listening to the tape and just being immediately taken with this song because of the way it's constructed. Like it starts out really slow, like gentle acoustic guitar. And it's like, ah, oh, this is nice. This is calming. But then it builds to like this uh, electric guitar crescendo. And it just, no. and it has so much emotion. And it's, it's basically a breakup song, which I couldn't totally relate to at the tender age of 11. Oh, but I like felt that I would be able to relate to it in the future just because of, yeah. The feelings that were conveyed. And I was a very, am a very <laughs> emotional person. Right. And yeah, the older I've gotten, the more significance it's held for me. And I just, I still love it. Yeah. I actually that's... performed it for drag. I don't even know if I can pick a th- uh Yeah, that's right. You did. I did. It was um, right after my breakup. <laughs> yeah. That song is, I, I would say definitely my, on my top five thread lines. And they played it at that show. I was oh, like crying with happiness. So good. I was so hoping they would play it. And then when he started those opening notes, I was losing my mind. Yeah. And that's, I think, <laughs> the thing that we, you and I talk about a lot when it comes to Thrive Line is the lyrics. Yep. Because they have a way to write lyrics that is, like, unlike any other band. Yep. It's just Steven so Jenkins, fucking beautiful yeah. and heartbreaking. And, like, it rips into my soul in ways that, like, other bands don't. Yep. Um, one of the songs kind of, it was on that same album. Which, by the way, they're touring that album this year. They're touring that whole album. Oh, you realize that, right? Like, they're on tour. I didn't know that. But they're playing that album. That makes me Back so to sad. back. I know. I want to go. If you and I were richer, we, we would find oh, the closest yeah, show sure. to us and go. Which would probably, like, Ontario or Quebec. It's freaking hard, man, when you have to, you have to first buy the tickets and then you have to figure out the trip and it's, yeah. it's a lot. And I don't think they're ever, they'll ever come back to Halifax. That's why I haven't seen half the bands I want to. <laughs> right? But that's the thing, like, I usually pick one big concert every two years to, like, okay. travel to go to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's fair. It was T-Swift, and, you know, before that it was Gaga. Ah, uh, T-Swift. But one of the, um, one of the saddest lyrics I think I've ever heard in my life is the last verse of God of Wine. Mm. Um, that whole song's pretty sad. Yeah, and that's, I think that I put, me personally, I put that above Motorcycle Drive-By for me. Okay. Because of the lyrics. But... That's fair. They're both that that same idea. You know what I mean? Mm. Ugh, but yeah, so good. We share that love, and we will never not share that love. Nope. Because there's yeah, no other I, person in my life that I know that loves Third Eye Blind. I can say the same about you as much as you. That's why I asked you to go to that show. I was like, who else would go with me? <laughs> yeah. And I like their new stuff too. But yeah, like, it's they're definitely taking a different creative direction. I mean, Stephen Jenkins is the only member left, I think, from the original band now. Is it? Oh, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Possibly the drummer. Okay. I'm not 100% sure. Don't quote me on that. And, oh yeah, that's another thing we should add. That night. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> the night Caitlin, I will regret for the rest of my life. Caitlin hates me. Oh, I feel bad bringing this up, but we have it's to. fine. It's fine. We have, we have to bring it up. So, um, the end of that show, we had stayed out. Um, we went to the, cause it was at the uh, casino. Yeah. Scooter room. And me and Danielle had stayed out. We went over to Lower Deck cause we're like, well, maybe they'll hang out over there. Like, maybe they'll pop over to the lower deck for a drink or whatever. Yeah. And you had left for a girl. <laughs> yep. I was seeing a girl at the time, and I went to her place like an idiot. <laughs> and I was, like, in her house, like, jumping around all excited because, oh, my God, I just saw my favorite band ever like, since I was 11. Did it just not occur to you that, like, 
you were just like, there's no way they'll meet, they'll meet him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, totally. No, I was like, it's Third Eye Blind. They're huge, and they're from the States. Like, they're not going to hang out in Halifax. They're going to get right back on their bus and head to their next venue. Like, Right. Uh, so she she left. Me and Danielle stuck around. Yeah. And ended up hearing, I think, someone beside us at Lower Deck saying, oh, they're, they're over at the bar at, at uh, the Marriott, the Fife and Drum. Like, they're just, they're just there hanging out. You can just go right up to them and talk to them. And we went over, like, immediately. <laughs> and I remember seeing him, and he was, like, with a couple people, like, with a beer. And I was just like, oh, my God. Right, because he doesn't drink until after the show. Now. Yeah. Now. <laughs> and, like, you know, like, he's an older man. Yes. But I still have he's a crush. He's now, isn't he? Something like that. Yeah. But I still have a crush. And, like, you know, his fucking lyrics, like, make me cry. So, like, <laughs> seeing, like, when you see that person who's put those that music in your ears for so long, it's just, like, and pe- people who know me are like, you would be the fan that would freak out. I just, I freeze up when I, like, I personally, like, I actually freeze up when I see yeah. um, celebrities. I, I go the opposite of what I really am. Because I just, oh. it just, <gasps> so I went up to him and we actually asked him for a picture and he was like, no pictures. I don't want to create a scene, which is kind of douchey. A little bit. Yep. A little bit douchey. Yeah. Well, like a hotel bar in Halifax. Yeah. But, but, um, we chatted for a bit and I was literally like, yeah, man, I got my heart annihilated and your music helped me through it. Thanks so much. And he's like, I'm really happy to hear that. And he shook my hand. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. I know. Yeah. I'm yeah. So jealous. I know. Like we, <laughs> we had that like brief conversation. I didn't get a picture with him, but I had that. Like, starstruck moment of, like, that's amazing. Oh, my God, I love you so much. <laughs> the closest I have to that from that night is that Stephen Jenkins looked right at me and threw a glow, glow stick at me, and I caught it and, like, essentially shit my pants because I was so excited. You still have that glow stick? I did at some point, but I don't know where it ended up in my several moves that have happened since then. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, was, it was so good. So good. So, you like girls. Yeah, big time. <laughs> Huge lover of women. <laughs> there was no other like, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Loves them. How old were you when you came out? Uh, well, I had several comings out. <laughs> Is that the right pluralization? Com- coming outs? Um, so the first was not voluntary. It was uh, quite horrible, actually. I really? did my entire major project in school on it. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> I got bullied in grade 10. Um, but yeah, it came to light because I had told someone that I had a crush on this girl and then that someone told everyone, oh, well, actually she told the girl and the girl told everyone and, uh, yeah, was not a fun time. But then I moved to Nova Scotia and everything started to get better. It's all good. That was probably small town. Small town, Alberta. Closed minded. Super conservative. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, all that's behind me now, but, uh, then I sort of came out again because I didn't really come out then. I was still like denying it publicly because right. I hadn't figured things out yet. I was like, I knew I liked women. I had known that since I was like three or four. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because everyone I talk to is different about this because yeah. some people don't realize it until it's a little a later on. For each person. Yeah, yeah. But you knew right away. I knew that I had an interest in girls. I just didn't know what it meant because I didn't know anyone who was gay. I didn't know homosexuality existed. Right. Like when I was young, I dressed like a tomboy because I thought I had to look like a boy. To get girls to like me. Right. Because I didn't know gay was a thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so after I moved here, I was convinced that I would just take it to my grave after what had happened in Alberta. I was like, no one's ever going to know. I'm just going to 
date men, mm-hmm. and this is going to be my life, and it's going to be fine, it's going to suck, but at least I'm going to get bullied. And um, then I went to West Kings in the Valley for grade 11 and 12, and in grade 11, um, a group of kids started that school's very first GSA, and I joined. I didn't, I wasn't overtly um, declaring my sexuality at that point. I was just like, I'm happy to be a part of this, and I, right. I support those people. <laughs> You're kind of like easing into a bed. Yeah. <laughs> just to see, yeah. you know, what I was up against really in this new town, this new community and see how accepted it was. Right. And, uh, so I met some people through that. Um, didn't, still didn't date any girls in high school. Um, not for lack of trying, <laughs> but right. I didn't have my first girlfriend until I was 22. Yeah. But it was over those next couple of years, like 19 to 22 when I really started not only to come to terms with it myself, but to like start to tell the people close to me. And I finally told my dad when I was 21, my mom had known since I was 16. Really? Because she confronted me about the bullying that had been going on at school because mm. my teacher had called her. It was that bad. Or no, she didn't call her. They talked at school, I guess. But anyway, um, yeah. So. And your mom was supportive. Yeah, totally. She was like, uh, cause at that point I told her I thought I was bisexual cause I hadn't really had any experience with anybody at that point. So mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to rule it out until I've tried it. Right. <laughs> and I was like, I'll let you know if that changes. <laughs> no, don't knock until you try it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's my approach to many things. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. I had a much easier time of it here. I would say. Yeah. Like it was definitely still not ideal. Like the Valley had a long way to go in terms of acceptance, but I never felt as threatened as I did in Alberta. Right. Um, and yeah. Like, a lot of people that I ended up telling were like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Just were waiting for you to tell me. Exactly. And that's always kind of awkward, too, when you, when you like, you as someone who knows someone, you're like, I know. Well, that's what my dad they, did when I told him. He was like, I know. He was just like, yeah, we're just waiting for you to fess up. And I was like, Aww. okay, cool. I kind of figured. That's so sweet. Which was funny, because, like, his, the conversation with him had been the one I was most nervous about, because dad and I just didn't really talk. That right. Was, that wasn't our thing. Right. Back in the day. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. He was fully accepting. My mom's only concern back then was she was just like, she knew how much harder it was going to be for me because of society. <laughs> and they want the best for you. They don't want you to get hurt. They don't. Yeah. yeah exactly. She's like, for your sake, I hope you figure out that you're not. Because yeah. It'll be so much easier for you. But like, we'll love you and accept you no regardless. Matter, no matter what. Yeah. Because I am one of the fortunate uh, LGBTQ members of that community who has supportive family. And I Good. consider myself lucky every day for that. Hell Yeah. No, that's great. So did you date guys at all? Yeah, or- I did. Um, I had my first boyfriend in grade nine. Uh, and then my second boyfriend, who kind of overlapped the first one. Uh, also Are you nine. kidding me? <laughs> well, to be fair, I'd only been dating the other one for like two weeks. And it was grade nine. God. Dating meant like holding hands in the hallway. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't super experienced. And then I didn't date anybody until I moved to Nova Scotia after that. And I dated a guy uh, who was in my chemistry class. Because he asked me, and I was like, eh, I don't know anyone here. Sure. <laughs> we dated for two months, and I never even kissed him. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, <laughs> did anything happen? Did nope. you know when you were with these guys? Like- I remember we went out for Valentine's Day, and, like, he drove me home. And we were sitting in his car, and he was just like, I really want to kiss you. And I was like, I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> two months. Like, ran into two- my house. <laughs> <laughs> two months, and you're like, no, don't want to put your face on my face. <laughs> no. I was like, you like, no. maybe, Maybe I like girls. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely had a big crush on his friend who was a girl. 
There you go. I think he knew that. It's really funny though, because I ended up running into his sister years and years later, uh, like last year, I think. Anyway, she's gay. So I was like, damn, I had the wrong family member. (laughs) (laughs) He's happily married though now. Everything worked out fine for him. So then, so then, but I was, I told Kaylin before we started this podcast that it feels like she, she's always had someone on the go. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, that doesn't make me sound very good. (laughs) (laughs) No way. It just means like, like, you seem to I'm be... I'm a terminal crush haver. That's me. But also girlfriend power. Well, in recent years, yeah. Yeah. There was, like... Well, before Michelle, there was, like, a good three-year gap where I didn't have a girlfriend. Oh, uh, that's true, Rob. I mean, I dated people, and I had my heart stomped on, but I didn't have right. a steady girlfriend. Yeah. I think that... That was during my foray into online dating. Oh! I did for a couple years. Did you? Which slice did you use? <laughs> Plenty of fish. Okay, okay. This was before Tinder exploded. Let's talk about it. Was like, it? How was that? Uh, mixed results. <laughs> I will um, say that. Um, I was not a very active online dater. Like, I would wait for people to message me. Yep. I was that kind of person that Same. everyone probably hated. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, I was genuinely on there to date, not to just sleep with people and then right. never talk to them again. Uh, which ended up being to my detriment a lot of the time, <laughs> it seemed. Like, because other people, that's what they were there for. And, yeah, we just didn't jive. But I definitely have some funny stories from that. And I made a couple of really good friends out of the experience. Oh, really? Yeah, like uh, the girl who cuts my hair now. We went on a date once upon a time. And the girl that I was talking about, who I went to see the night of the Red Blind, I met her through there, and we're still friends. Oh, wow. Yeah. And this was before the age of disposable ass Tinder. So, like... <clears throat> you were a, more, a little bit more committed to online dating back then because it wasn't just swiping and do you know have literally you, judging someone on only their physical appearance. <laughs> so that's the thing. So because I've started to actually try to take it seriously now that I'm about to turn thirty, and I'm like, well, Sarah, you got to do something. Like obviously, this whole doing nothing thing <laughs> is not working for you. So I made like the OK Cupid thing. The, the good thing about Tinder is is that you don't get messages unless you've matched like unless you've swiped on them okay so you only you know what i mean like you have to match in order for them to message you which is nice but so you're like at least there's mutual interest sort of exactly because it's tinder but you're right like it is <laughs> primarily shot well okay primarily it entirely is entirely shallow. shallow yeah it's entirely <laughs> shallow yeah and like it sucks because it's like you're only like this sounds fucking harsh as fuck, but this is the this is the truth. It's Way like you're there. you're only as special as the next chick that that guy comes across that's hotter than you. Whew, brutal. <laughs> but that's 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 what it, it is. is. That's what I it would, is. I would hate being straight. Do you want Do you want me to? Okay, maybe <laughs> later on after we're done this, or maybe at the end of this podcast, I'll switch my uh, my preferences to women, and you can see what it's like. Do you want to do that? Kind of. Do you want to do a Tinder takeover? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Because I've had many a night, you know, when <laughs> I have my nights where I get really angry. I'm, oh, men suck. Maybe I should just, maybe I should just try girls. Maybe I should just try. And then, like, I'll switch it to, to like, into girls or looking for girls. Because I, I appreciate women. That said, like, I don't think I could have, like, I've talked about this. I'm open about this. Okay. I'm going to put this out here. But, like, I can do a lot of stuff with girls. I don't think I could go down on a girl. Okay. I, it's funny you should say that because before I had sex with women at all, mm. I was worried that that would be the thing that I wouldn't be all right with. Mm. Turns out totally fine. Not a problem. <laughs> I love it so much. Could stay down there all day. Sorry, mom. Could you, could you homework down there? Yeah. Like, 
I've, I've had previous girlfriends who were like, are you tired? Like, are you yeah. okay down there? Like, do you, are, do you need a break? I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. But <laughs> your first time doing it, were you fucking nervous? Oh, yeah. Well, I was yeah, nervous yeah, yeah. for all my first times for everything because, I mean, I'm a human. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, yeah, especially if you're with someone who you know has more experience than you, then that's nerve-wracking in itself. Exactly. Well, that's my main thing. I'm like, I'm pretty open sexually, but I I, so I like the cock, like, just to confirm. Mm, not me. <laughs> Unfortunately. And I do know that, for I, a fact. <laughs> <laughs> You've been there, done that. Do not, not a that fan. Anywhere near my face. Yeah. No, thank you. No, fair enough. Godspeed to you straight But here's, here's a weird thing, now. I don't know if this will end up going in. <laughs> this might but be outtakes. I, like... Prime, usually, like, I would say 80% of the porn I watch is lesbian porn. That's funny, because I have definitely watched gay porn with men. But but I know a lot of lesbians who love gay porn. Yep. That's actually pretty common. I've discussed it with several of my fellow queers. It's interesting. It's a weird I wonder thing. why that is. I think, but here's the thing, like, even though I like cock, this is probably not going in. Like, but I'm just going to say it anyway. Even though I like it, I don't like watching, I feel like straight porn is mostly blowjob and i don't i Straight like porn is all about the man's gratification that's the thing and i hate it and i don't want to watch it and i'll usually end up skipping that part and it takes the mood away mm. so if i can find like a decent lesbian porno to watch i will watch amateur is where it's at oh yeah 100%. <laughs> and that's like and that's like probably the, the main category that i want that said i haven't really needed too much porn in the last uh, month and a half Oh, because she got a goyle on the gold. I don't know what that accent was. I don't know either, but it's <laughs> And she's part of another drink. I, yeah, sorry. That's As she's pouring the rum. Blushing and smiling. It's the liquor. What are you talking about? I know. So how did this happen? <laughs> this new girlfriend? Uh, kind of unexpectedly, actually. We have known each other for a while. Um, let me just... Yeah. Yeah, sound. Um... We, <laughs> the way we met is kind of funny. Um, we both belong to a group on Facebook, the Halifax Queer Exchange. It's like a buy and sell type of thing. And my buddy was looking for a mini fridge and she had a couple up there for sale. So I messaged her and we ended up buying this fridge from her. And then maybe a couple weeks later or a month later, I honestly don't know how long it was because that was right around the time of Pride, I think, when this happened. So it would have been like late July, early August. And then... Um, I started performing drag in August and I went to, I performed at my second show ever, which was Get Your Drag On, which is the show I now regularly perform at every Monday, almost every Monday. Right. And, uh, she was there in the audience Yeah. and she came up to me after my performance and to like, to compliment my performance. And then I like, I took a second. I was like, wait, do you mean Cole? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, I totally bought a fridge for you like a month ago. She was like, I thought that was you and I wasn't sure. Like you had a face to face exchange. Yeah. Yeah. And you didn't think anything of it. Yeah. At the time. And then you met her. That's crazy. Yeah. So, um, we started performing together and I got to know her more and turned out we had a lot of things in common and, but she had a boyfriend. So I kind of dismissed the whole idea of even having a crush on her, even though I you just kind of totally flip, thought she was cute. And you flip off that switch. You're like, okay, they're not available. Yeah. Cause I've been down that road too many times. Like yeah. nine times out of 10 when I've dated a woman who's either is dating or has dated men it hasn't worked out in my favor so i was like okay she has a boyfriend off limits it's all good right um and then <laughs> she broke up with the boyfriend and 
confessed to having a huge crush on me. And I was blindsided because I had no idea she was into me because I'm a freaking moron, apparently. <laughs> but like looking back, I totally see all the signs that I missed. And I was like, wow, uh, I like you too. I just was trying not to. <laughs> and I guess the rest is history. My fucking heart. I know. It's really freaking cute. Who would have thought I would have ended up meeting someone conventionally and not through online dating <laughs> after all that? Nah. No, I think that's adorable. But and that's, she's great. That's awesome. And then, so you've been seeing her for, uh, let's see. We got together first week of January. Right. So we're going on two months. Good Almost. stuff. Good stuff. Good. But, um, great stuff, actually. I'm and they're super fucking cute. Beyond happy. She's so freaking cute. And that leads into my next thing that I want to talk about, which is drag. Drag! Okay, okay. So, before we even get into, like, your story and how you got into this and how you... The creati- creativity behind it and all that. Mm. I just want to say, I saw Caitlin perform... Like, I've seen all the videos, but, like, I saw it in person once. <laughs> and you and I are buds and we're pals, but... <laughs> Holy fuck! It was sexual, man. Oh god! So Kaylin, Kaylin did. Uh, okay, who was the girl you performed with? For um, oh, it was the um, the chains, the chain smokers. Halsey. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was my friend Hillary who actually got me into drag. So, so she performed with her friend Hillary, and it was um to the chain smoker song "Closer," yeah, which is a fucking sexy ass song on its own. <laughs> but they fucking. Holy shit. Yeah, I bit her shoulder at one they, point. I, and that's what I remember from that performance. <laughs> like, there's a part in the chorus that's like, bite that, that tattoo, tattoo on, on your shoulder. shoulder. And they just, ooh, the eye, like, they got into eye contact and, like, bit her shoulder and, like. Would you believe that we rehearsed that the night before? You told me that. And, like, that's the thing. And that's why I'm like, dude, you were made for this. <laughs> wow. Like, like you really are you're natural. Oh my god. Because if you if you only had practiced that the night before, <laughs> god damn. So here's a weird question. Sure. Because I think because at the time you weren't dating Cole, right? Then no. So did you actually get like kind of turned on? No. Because Hillary and I have been friends for years and she does have a girlfriend. That's so <laughs> weird to me. Like someone you don't like you. Like, just a platonic friend doing this, like, sexy scene. Well, if, if this helps you, she is the ex-girlfriend of one of my closest friends. So we had that relationship. Mm. So she's always been off limits in my head. So, okay. like, I never even really considered it. Right. But even still, like, even when you're coming up with the concept. So, like, you agree to do a song with someone. And then you're coming up with this, like... I mean, I guess it's not full choreography, but no. it's kind of... You kind of plan it out a bit. Yeah. Holy fuck, it was sexual. <laughs> like, do you realize how sexual... Like, I don't no, know. I do, yeah. Like, you probably see the footage back, and you're like, god damn. You can find a clip of it on my Instagram. Yeah, it's fucking fantastic. So how did you get in... Like, what, at what point in your life were you like, I want to do this? Ah, <sighs> that would have been... Back in the old Reflections days, when we used to have the Five Minutes of Fame show every Thursday, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hosted by Eureka Love, who is mm-hmm. hands down my favorite drag queen in the city. Mm-hmm. No hate to anyone else, but she's amazing. Yeah. Um, and I actually approached her at the bar one night, and I was like, do you think I could do drag? And she was like, honey, you're cute, but you got to do something about that chest. <laughs> <laughs> what would you mean? Oh, like, because it's, it's so massive. And Caitlin got big boobies. Yeah, they're like an F or a G, depending on brand, to give you a visual idea. 
Uh, they're massive. And <laughs> I still don't really have them down. Like, I'm not mm. ever as flat-chested as some of the tiny-ass kings. But uh, right. actually, for a pageant that I performed in a couple weeks ago, I did my first taping, like, literally using duct tape to bind my breasts backwards. I was just going to say, is that what you use? That's what a lot of the kings do, like the smaller chest ones who can get away with it. Right. They use duct tape and they just like pin them back under their armpits kind of thing. Um, So I did tape and then my binder over top. And a binder is just like a compressed garment, so it holds you in. Um, But mine, because of my size, it doesn't hold in very much. (laughs) Like it flattens it somewhat, but... Is it uncomfortable having duct tape? Because I'll admit, I've duct taped my boobs as well. But I've done the uh, <laughs> Kitlin's the eyes, opposite to like Kitlin's eyes just went like wide. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, because Kim Kardashian came out saying because she wears yeah. those like very plungy necklines, and like Shit, yeah. when you're a chick with bigger boobs and you want the cleavage, you got to do something about that. So what you do is you you tape from like under your boob up to your shoulders. Really? And what it does is it it actually works. <laughs> it actually works well. Because it holds them up, and it gives you some cleavage, and it gets rid of the nipple. So you don't actually have to wear pasties underneath them. Interesting. This is uh, not a conversation I thought I'd be having. <laughs> it went there. Just so, drag things. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, but yeah. The, the but I'm never tape. doing it again. No. Because um, after the pageant, I cried in the shower. Mm. <laughs> because it hurt so much taking off. Like, I it felt does. like I was ripping my nipples off. Like, it was not pleasant. Because you go all the way around, do you? Well, what... Because I got two of my fellow kings to help me because there's no way I would have been able to do it on my own. Mm-hmm. But basically they taped each of my breasts separately back, like towards yeah. my armpit. And so they would be taped oh on my back and here. And right. I had like layers and layers because I mean, they're massive. <laughs> yeah. But it hurt <clears throat> so much taking it off and not only taking it off, but wearing it. Like right. I, initially it was just the most uncomfortable thing ever. Like bending yes. over felt weird. Yeah. And I couldn't like even reach my boots. And, um, I got used to it though over the next couple of hours. And then I was just so pumped about the pageant. I kind of forgot like how my body felt, you know? Right. But then on the walk home, we stopped to get Willie's for tins. I remember this <laughs> distinctly because we were like maybe 15 minutes from Cole's place. And I was like very aware that I would be taking it off soon. Oh. And I just started to like, my back started hurting oh. and like, I could just feel this tightness in my chest and I just wanted it off, but I couldn't because I was wearing a full tux over top of it. Plus my binder. And then when we got home, like the first thing I wanted to do was just rip everything off. And I was like, yeah, I was almost on the verge of an anxiety attack because it hurt so much and I just wanted it off. And then I got in the shower and I was crying because oh, it hurt so much. No. To get off. Yeah. So I was like, as much as I love the effect that this gave me and it's the most flat chested I've ever been, I am never doing this again. Yeah. It's not that, like the pain. Holy shit. It's just not. And like, and too, like, you're probably sweating yep. too. Well, that, that was what was hurting my back yeah. at the end because it was just like stinging on the tape. Fucking ow. Yep. I mean, picture, and did you put the duct tape on your bare boobs? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yep. And it's funny, when you say binder, I keep picturing like a school binder. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know that that's not what it is, but I keep picturing like you have a binder on you. I can show it to you after. It's basically okay. just like a really long tunic tank top. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, they gotta come up with some sort of invention that's a little bit better and more comfortable. Well, I mean, those work effectively for people who are smaller chested because it binds what little they have. Right. For someone like me, 
definitely something. Would you ever downsize the girls? Like, say you had a lot of money. I actually want a breast reduction, but, um, and I talked to my doctor about it and I got referred to a plastic surgeon. Really? Yep. But when they called me, they were like, your BMI has to be blah, blah, blah. And Mm -hmm. I was nowhere near what it was supposed to be to have the surgery because their whole thing is if you lose some weight, maybe you won't need the reduction. Right. So they have to make sure you're like, you're best level of fitness before they even consider you. Right. So, which clearly I'm not at and haven't really been working to achieve. <laughs> hey. But then it would also be thousands of dollars to get it done. I mean, you're rocking it anyway. Like, I mean, uh, to, like, and to be completely honest, like, I don't even notice the boobs when I see you. Really? Not really. Uh, it was mainly because of the pain and then I just, like, got on this whole, like, track where I was just upset. Right. And she was just like, None of that matters. Like people aren't looking at your chest when they're watching you perform. Exactly. But how did you come up with Jacked Off? Like, uh, well, the name was a collaboration between myself and uh, another performer who actually was in my program at school. Radio um, mm-hmm. Arts. They were first year when I was second year. Uh, and Cadence. And I knew that I wanted the name Jack. I just didn't know what to combine it with. Mm-hmm. And so we were like. Coming up with possible names in the movie. We landed on Jack Doff. And it's like, yes. Perfect. So it's like Jack, last name D-O-F-F. Yeah. But it's like Jack Doff. Get it, guys? And it's just innocuous enough when you see it written. You're just like, oh, Jack Doff. And then you say it and you're like, oh. Exactly. Jack Doff. It flows fucking perfectly. And it looks like a regular enough real name. Yeah, like Doff could be a last name because Duff is right. Like, it it totally freaking could. So then and then you, like so you came up with the name and then did you kind of know the look you wanted to go for? Um, I wasn't a hundred percent sure because Hillary helped me with my very first performance and I had a full beard. Yeah, that. but I performed Michael Bublé, who is typically clean shaven, but it's it's fine. It worked. Um, and then for my second performance, I just had like a strip of hair on my chin, right, and like, the contouring on my face, right, and. Um, my last performance on Monday, I did like a chin strap and like a yeah, bit of a goatee saw in the front. Yeah. I'm experimenting more with the, the facial hair now because I, I hadn't been doing it for like since that second performance, basically. I've just been contouring and not really doing any facial hair. Like Jack's been pretty clean shaven. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of try to suit the look to what I'm performing. Like right. Jack has his basic look that, you know. The same things that I do every time as part of my looks, but then like the outfits and stuff can change depending on what I'm doing. He's very suave. <laughs> Thank you. Suave. And I do my best. Um, and I'll, I'll actually never forget it because I think on the day of your first performance, you texted me like, I need makeup to contour my face. Yes. And I was like, yes. That was the first time I was doing it on my own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Hillary wasn't available, and I had to, like, buy my own makeup, and I had no idea what I was doing, because as a woman, I have (laughs) never worn, I've never owned foundation in my life. (laughs) The only makeup I've ever worn has been eye makeup. Right. I don't, I haven't even regularly done that in probably five years. Like I I know, I don't think I've ever seen you with eye makeup. (laughs) When I'm downtown, usually, I'll, like... I'll put in the effort. I'll, but even then, mm-hmm. I just do, like, eyeliner and mascara. I don't right. even have eyeshadow anymore. Like, it's, mm-hmm. I lost the brush to mine a couple years ago, and I haven't replaced it. Fun fact, though, you can actually contour with eyeshadow. Like, if there's an eyeshadow that, like, is that shadowy, grayish-brown mm-hmm. color, you can actually contour with that. Good to know. Yeah. Um, what Tips I have now Sarah. is, like, very rudimentary makeup. Mm-hmm. I have, like, a cream foundation and... <laughs> 
this thing that Nyx makes. It's a wonder stick. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah. I have one. Yeah. yeah. And I use that for my contouring. And then, yeah, when I do facial hair, I get uh, crepe wool. It's like theatrical mm. stuff. Oh, I yeah, get yeah. it at glow parties. And just spirit gum. Yeah. To glue it on. That's awesome. That's, cool. That's so fun. So how long have you been doing this? Uh, my very first performance was July 14th. That was longer than I thought. Um, But then I didn't perform again until August 29th. Right. And then I started doing Guido, and I've been performing most Mondays since then. Right. And a couple of Friday and Saturday shows here and there. I have a Saturday show this weekend, actually. Oh, nice. So that's... Yes, you should come. Yeah, let's (laughs) let's friggin' plug it. So let's get your drag on on Monday nights. At Men's and Molly's. Men's and Molly's. It's very cheap cover. Three dollars. And like, she cannot beat that for a show in the city. Cheap drinks. Cheap drinks, yep. And fucking entertaining as fuck. <laughs> I had a blast. I need to start going I need to go more. Do it. Um I, I walked in there, I'm like, these are my people. <laughs> I okay, so here's a question for you. Okay. As a girl, a straight girl, who du- like is girly anyways, if I wanted to do drag mm-hmm. as a girl though, doing drag, you can do that. So what's that called? There has actually been a lot of debate about that. Okay, I want to talk about it. Because <laughs> after I saw you perform, I was like, oh my god, that looks so fun. It is. And let's be honest, I'm a pretty good lip syncer. You are. Just saying. Spot on. Just Better than saying. some of the kings I know, not gonna lie. Fuck yes! <laughs> She's just saying that. I'm really butter me up. But, but we'll if, pretend that I am. But it's kind of like, <laughs> if, if I were to do it, I would want to be an exaggerated version of myself. Okay. Well, that's yeah. perfect. Yeah. We actually have several people in the community already who are doing just that. Really? Um, two of the ones that come to mind who are killing it at what they do right now are Lizzie Hurricanes and Anita Nuon. And they do what they now call hyper drag. So it's just like really, really exaggerated femininity. Like, okay, that's what it is then. Yeah. I knew that there might have been a, like a title for it or something, but I didn't know what that was. So that's a hyper drag. They were calling it bio queens and bio kings, but uh, members of the trans community sort of took offense to that term. Uh, so they sort of adjusted it and um, they're now calling it hyper drag. Hyper drag. Yeah. Goddamn. I'm you should look them up on Facebook and Instagram. Their map is unreal. I'm going to. But here's the thing. And like honestly, I feel like I would have so much fun with that. But I can't think of a name. Not like and that's the thing. Like, are these people like you said it was Lizzie Hurricane? So it was Lizzie her real name? Her like H E R R. And Kane's with a Z. And then Anita Nuon, she has like a little umlaut over the O and stuff. See, and that's the thing. So I don't like, think I need a new one. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's so clever. <laughs> See, and that's the thing. I don't think I could think of a name, but it's easier than you think once you start like getting your brain around those sorts of puns. Like they just start coming. Right. Yeah. I, and I'm such a fan of alliteration that Same. it like, I would probably still keep Sarah in there somehow. That's fair. But oh my gosh. Like serotonin. Something. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god, that's perfect. That's that's. Stop it! I got it. No one steal it, please. It's mine. Copyright jacked off 2017. Oh my god! <laughs> and like, so if you're someone who like who's not in, really in the community, but say you're like but are on the fringes of it, and you want to be in that community, yeah, really, it's just a matter of I, I would assume going out to these events and meeting people, yeah. Right, like, start networking, start talking to hosts of shows. If right, you want to get involved. That's the best way. Um, that's what I did. I attended Get Your Drag On, and um, I was like, 
man, I want to perform here. This is a fun ass show. And so I went up to the host after the show and was like, Hey, I just started doing drag. I performed once. Um, would I be able to get into your show? Cause that's the good thing about get your drag on is it's, it's an open stage for nice. any performer. Nice. And that's why we have kind of a mixed bag some weeks of who's there. Like sometimes it's drag people. Sometimes it's people who are doing like performance art, like, and thematic <sighs> is one of the best ones for that. There was, I don't remember the name, but the show that I went to, she just took out a fucking vibrator right on stage. It, she took out the uh, Hamachi one. Oh, that would have been Manolingo. I was like, God damn. Yeah, that's God that damn. one has actually been used in a few performances. <laughs> not that particular one, I don't think, but it's a communal, style. communal one. Oh, that, okay, that's <laughs> yeah. okay, not the I same one. I don't think it's the same one. I hope it's not the same one. <laughs> <laughs> Getting carried around all those people. Actually, um, when I performed at the pageant a couple weeks ago, it was at Reflections, which was mm. kind of like a weird sort of drag dream that came true because oh, the first drag yeah. show I saw was at Reflections. There you go. And I got to perform there. Full circle. Um, I didn't win, but that's okay. I was ill prepared because we found out, or we joined on like three or four days before the pageant. Right. So we didn't have a lot of time to get stuff together. Um, but yeah, that night, Emmanuel Hug and Kiss, who's one of our regular performers at Get Your Drag On, um, performed with the Hitachi wand, but like <laughs> attached doll arms to it. Oh my god. <laughs> it was so freaking funny. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Serotonin. Serotonin. I can't you're hearing it here first, folks. Yep. In case this happens. You heard it on intoxicated first. In in case this ends up happening because oh my god, it looks like so much fucking fun. Because you don't actually have to sing. You just no, you, you, sing. you li- some I, people do sing though. There are performers mm. who do a live sing. Right. I'm Working my way up to that myself. You could do it. You could totally not, do it. But yeah. It's gonna oh, happen. Be so cool. Like twenty seventeen is the year it's gonna happen, I've decided. Right this minute. So I'm trying <laughs> to think now, like if 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 I did a song if you and I did a song. Third Eye Blind, obviously. I have a song in mind. Oh do you? I've thought about this on the way over. I was like if I were to perform with Caitlin in a totally platonic manner. <laughs> yes. Have you ever heard the song Popular by uh Mika and Ariana Grande. I haven't. You should look it up. Mika's back on the scene. What this is happen? this is actually from a couple of years ago. Well, I, I think he is on the scene still. Okay. But you should look up that he song. Sort of faded into obscurity after Grace Kelly. Because that's such a fun song, and I already know that if I ever did hyper drag, I would want like long hair extensions. Mm. I would want a high ponytail, like Ariana Grande. <laughs> it's just my dream hair. It's just something that I just need to happen at some point in my life to experience that like ponytail on the top of your head like flowing down you can like flip it around mm. yeah that's that's my dream to have that hair okay. maybe it'll I'll happen sometime yeah check it out and another question for you so when you did that um chain smoker song yeah when you're actually lip syncing up there are you kind of singing there have been a couple of times when i've definitely been singing and then like caught myself and be like shit <laughs> shut up they're gonna hear me <laughs> <laughs> but no nine times out of ten i'm pretty good about actually lip syncing. Because that's my thing. Usually if I'm lip syncing, I let out whisper like I'll sing like this. Like there was something. one song I was full on like belting out and then I realized what I was doing. I was like, oh <laughs> <laughs> whoops. God damn the front row definitely hurt me. <laughs> and do you kind of know like um uh, like ahead of time what songs you want to do? Oh, like, do you yeah. have like an ongoing list of songs that you're like, I definitely want to perform these songs. Or does um, it just kind of come to you? It varies. Yeah. Because if the show has a theme, then I usually will, like, think of something pretty quickly that will be a 
appropriate. Mm. But like our regular Monday show is just do whatever the hell you want. So sometimes right. I actually struggle with that. Like that's yeah. just a me thing in general. I'd right. rather have fewer options than yes. like a million because yes. I have a hard time like narrowing it down and being like, no, I need structure. I need rules. So Give true. Me more. So true. <laughs> and that's the thing with me. I already know. I already know what songs I would do if I were to drag. Yeah. Um, there's a song called Problem by Natalia Kills, who she, when she came out, she was like Lady Gaga light. Mm. Um, like people were comparing a couple her. of her songs. Yeah. yeah. The song Problem, which is like, it's just, ah, like I would just get in leather. Oh man. Okay. We're getting, I have to stop thinking about this because I'll end up just the one going thing online. I sort of pride myself on at this point is that I haven't repeated any numbers except for. Excuse me, we did a best of Get Your Drag oh, right, right, right. and people nominated their favorite numbers. So I did um, Toothbrush by DNCE. That was my best of nice. uh, drag, Get Your Drag On number. But I, other than that, I haven't repeated a single number. I've done a different song every time. And you did Hoxley Rockman Strictees. I did on Monday. So starting off with a tux, I even had a vest on underneath. And there were so many buttons to get through. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it looked fucking awesome though. But this is why we're musically connected because recently I made a um stripper playlist. Nice. This is this is the second time I've mentioned this on the podcast. But I have a stripper playlist and look what's on the it. First song. Wow. That's so awesome. me and Caitlin are we're connected, man. Yeah, man. We're on spirits. The, and this is a fairly new playlist. So like strip tease was like in our both of our heads. It's funny because I was actually supposed to perform it for the Valentine's show and it got cancelled because of friggin' Snowmageddon twenty seventeen. Also, I didn't pour a new drink, I just added rum to my existing drink. No judgment. No judgment at all. Actually I might have some more. Yeah. Because this was this is actually delightful. Ever since you know before starting this, I've been strictly vodka soda water, and yeah, I just, that's and your I, go-to. I don't go out of that comfort You're zone. A clear drink lady, exactly. I'm yeah, such a white girl, like, polar opposite. Right now. It really is. <laughs> as dark as you get, it's dark as fuck. Actually, Cheers. the only darker would be dark rum. So here's the real question I have for you. Mm. There's so, been a lot of questions, but this is real. I'll one. never forget the moment <laughs> that you showed me your penis. <laughs> You're probably not the only person who could say that. That's the funny part. Yeah, it's rather large. So that's got to be an experiment. Like, experiment. Wow. Experience. So how did this... Did you have... Did did you have a penis in mind? A particular type? A particular Um, size? When you were picking this out? So... Like I said, my friend Hillary got me into drag. She had one. And I borrowed it for my first, like three or four performances probably. And so after I've been performing a while, I was like, I really need to start getting my own stuff. Like this is clearly something I'm going to keep doing. So I right. need to start like, you did invest into it. And I've invested a lot of money into drag so far, just on props and various costuming pieces. Yeah. And yeah, like the dick for sure <laughs> set me back a little bit. And the binder was pretty expensive as well. Um, but I went to Venus Envy and they have, um, like a whole wall of packers. So they're near the front of the store. But they're not strap, they're not strap on. No, they're just, they're not, they're like, they're not silicone, but they're made of a similar material that's like medical grade. And it's not just for drag performers. It's their, I think their original intention was for, um, trans people to sort of mm. mimic what it would be like right. and get them used to having it, you know, in their right. pants and, be able to feel like feel embodying the gender that they are. Right. So, um, yeah, 
They have a variety of colors and sizes. <laughs> it's just black. No, it's, it's definitely to what it looked like. less Caucasian than I am, but it's not black. <laughs> <laughs> it's like me with a really wicked tan. <laughs> but it's also very large. But I feel like based on my genetics and my stature, like it's pretty accurate to what I would have. Oh my god, I just can't imagine <laughs> picking out that. Like, you would just have your choice of so many well, dicks. Well, I talked to one of the people at Venus Envy, and I was just like, I noticed there's like a major price jump in these two, and they look very similar. Like, why? What's the difference? And she was like, it's the material they're made of. Like, this one is... Right. One of them, I guess, tends to wear a lot faster, because mm. it's not the same, like, medical grade. Right. But yeah. But you and put a little cornstarch on it, and it keeps it from being sticky. And, you know, so just like a real dick. <laughs> One of those things. Yeah. Old corn starch I'm sure I do that all the time. How does it actually attach to you? Um, it doesn't. You can get harnesses for it. I don't have one personally because um, <laughs> I purchased a rather awesome pair of boxers from the Walmart that are, I think I have pizza all over them. Woo! My pizza boxers. And they're just, they're that sort of stretchy spandex material, so right. they keep it in place. So it's nice and tight. <laughs> it's very tight. And uh, I actually took my pants off for street tees. Not completely, but I, like, revealed it. And I've definitely taken my pants off for other performances. Oh, my just God. Just boxers. I need to start going to get your drag on my arms. <laughs> it's, like, something people count on now. They're, like, wear the pizza boxers. They, like, expect you to strut. Yeah. A little bit. Which I wasn't comfortable with for my first, like, probably two or three months, I would say. I didn't really take anything off on stage. I wasn't. Right. I wasn't a very sexual performer, but like the more and more comfortable I've gotten, <laughs> yeah, the more clearly I'm taking. <laughs> clearly, <laughs> now I sort of like play it up. I'm like, yeah, I'm sexy as fuck. I would take you home. Yeah, yeah I'd show you a good time. Oh my god, <laughs> my god! It gives me like all the confidence in the world that Caitlin doesn't necessarily always have. And I imagine that that's part of the fun of it. Like, totally you, get you get to be, be someone. Person. Yeah, and and you can be whoever the fuck you... I mean, you can just be whoever the fuck you want anyway. It's true. But but there are fewer restrictions with drag. Because yeah. you're... Yeah, you're, you're performing. It's You're the character. I don't have to worry about what people will think. I've been meaning so hard to watch RuPaul's Drag Wars. Because I still I just, haven't. I'm, like, the worst drag person. I've yeah. never watched it. <laughs> and I'm the worst because I, I've always just considered myself a gay man in a straight woman's body. Wow. Because I just don't think... and uh, You know, like, when I think of me and the type of girl I am, I'm like, gay guys love me, straight girls love me. Straight men, eh. They're like, like, eh, I don't really want a girl who spends two hours on a cut crease eyeshadow look. Gotcha. But like, I feel like, I feel like drag kings, drag queens, um, gay men, and like straight girls, like they're they're always like, damn girl, rock it! And straight guys are like, nah. That seems like a lot of work. Yeah. (laughs) High maintenance. Mm. (laughs) High maintenance is just another word for high quality. All right. Ooh, I like that. (laughs) All the fingers now. I was so curious about the deck. I'm so happy I asked that question. Yeah. You were down to answer that. I am open to all questions. (laughs) (laughs) And you learned, how did you learn how to do, like, the contouring and stuff? Did you look up tutorials? It's funny. You'd think that. I haven't yet. (laughs) We've been doing really good, though. What I did uh, initially was I just looked at photos of myself from when Hillary had done my makeup, and I just mm. tried to emulate that. Also, you know, yeah, I I found I weirdly have sort of a knack for it. No, I never would have thought it. You really I haven't been applying makeup my whole life. Yeah. I've always done pretty well at like Halloween makeup and stuff, and it's just 
kind of an extension of that because you're accentuating like your sunken cheeks and shit. Exactly. Yeah. You gotta, yeah, it's a learning. You, you learn as you do it. Yeah. You get better the more you do it. And I've definitely been getting steadily better and better over the months. Like even looking at pictures of myself from like September, October versus now, I'm like, damn. Oh yeah, man! You're fucking rocking it. <laughs> and just so everybody knows, thank you. Jack Dove on Twitter, on uh, Instagram. What's your Instagram? Is it Jack uh, underscore Dove? Underscore underscore Dove. Oh, two underscores. Yeah, because Jack underscore Dove is already taken. Do you get nervous? Oh yeah, every time. Uh, especially on Monday, I got like a weird sort of like, oh, uh, yeah. like I was just shaking and I couldn't stop. And then, but as soon as I get on the stage, I'm just like, boom, I'm fine. And that's another thing too. Like I get your like. I mean, I I've only been the one time, but. Like, you guys interact with the crowd, oh, yeah. you'll, like, go up to it. people, you'll give, like, kind of little laugh dances to people. <laughs> yep. Do you suss out, like, do you look out to the crowd and think, like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna approach that, or do you go to people you know? It depends. For mm-hmm. me, I, tr- I do definitely show love to the people that I know in the audience, especially if my friends especially come out to see the show, and then I'll, like, include them in the performance. Right. But, like, sometimes it's really fun to pick on the people who aren't paying attention, and like get them to pay attention. Hell yeah! Because when make it, them like almost like not uncomfortable, but like get them out of the sh- their shell. Yeah, kind of thing. Or like call them out because they're not paying attention. Right. That's been a, an issue that we've had. It's been increasingly bad over the last few months. I don't know why. People just sit and they're just like, like robots. sitting there on their phones oh, that's annoying. or that's... like talking really loudly, like trying to talk over the music. It's like you're here to see a performance. Like yeah, if you're on your phone, you better be taking fucking pictures and videos. Exactly, of them. and that's it. And we can tell when they're doing that or if they're just text someone right that kind of thing so what i like to do is get right in their face <laughs> yes! and just be like, what's up you're here to see a performance look at it <laughs> Fuck, yes there was one guy a couple weeks ago oh my god he was so obnoxious he was sitting at the bar with his friends so he wasn't even like in the main crowd with everybody mm-hmm. he was talking so loud Ugh. it was cutting across the music and it was all you could hear and, like, we were just, like, giving him the most stern looks until one of the performers, like, went up to him and was like, listen, you're here to see a show. Like, can you please keep it down? Really? Now? That's so disrespectful. And then he was, like, he had the nerve to be a jerk about it. It was just like, really, man? Like, come on. Yeah. Like, you're at a drag show. Like, you knew going into this bar. And it kills me when it's, like, a fellow queer. Mm-hmm. Just like, come on, man. Right. Respect your fellow queers already. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm a little drunk, I think. <laughs> no, yes! That, that you know what? Sense. You know what? <laughs> When I started this podcast, I was like, oh, it'll be, it'll be like pretty chill. Like we'll have a drink or two. And I was actually like full on drunk history, but it's becoming (laughs) that. And I'm happy it's becoming that as long as give your verbal consent right now that what you're saying is allowed to go in the podcast. Yes. 110%. As long as I feel like some of that is stuff you won't want to share, but I am totally okay with everything. Don't know how I've gotten in, got into no, how I, I watch Lesbian Dorm. Who did that? Oh, shit. There's oh, more. Oops. Oh, there oh, it goes. Can't be oh, stopped. Oh, Waste not, want not. Man. Yeah. What an awful time. Stoked. <laughs> Good thing we got that other ball of coke. It's okay, though. I'm counteracting it with coke. I'm looking mm. at the mic like it's... <laughs> I'm reassuring it. Like, I'm not an alcoholic. It's fine. We're in Nova Scotia. Drinking is, like, breathing. I always, I always <laughs> say that, like... <laughs> it's No, it's so true, though. Like... But I feel like booze... We have the most bars per capita in the nation, so... Time. <laughs> I mean, drinking is part of the culture. <laughs> when you actually did... When you did, um... When you did Chainsmokers... Mm. I feel I, like that's your favorite performance. Well, it's, it's the only like, one I've seen in person. Live. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and the fucking sexuality was just, like, illuminating. Uh, 
Hillary will be stoked to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> she was fucking hot and you were hot and it was just overall hot. Hot, hot, hot. But the chorus of that song, because I, I know this because I sing it all the time at home. Who doesn't? Do you get through that in one breath? It's, I mean, I, even lip syncing that, I feel like would be hard. Because not as hard to sing it would be, that's for sure. But yeah. It's, it, eh, it's not bad. Let's try to, okay. <clears throat> Let's try to get through this. Okay. In like one or two breaths. Okay. Take a Ready? One. Okay. Baby, pull me closer in the backseat of your rover that I know you can't afford. Bite that tattoo on your shoulder. Pull the sheets right off the corner of the mattress that you stole from your roommate back in Boulder. We ain't ever getting older. <laughs> we crushed. We did. That was, I think, two breaths. This, I, I breathed at, um, uh, after Boulder. Or, or around the roommate part, I think I, I took a breath. I can't. I was conscious of when I did it, when I did it, but now I have no idea. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So I think Thanks, alcohol. this is confirmation that I should do hyperdrag and do a song with yes. Jacked Off. Woo! I need to start going and being part of where I clearly belong. Come join the queers. I it, like. I want to be bathed in glitter all the time anyway. Oh, that is not an option. It just you, happens. Yeah, no, I know. All and of I the love clothing it. that I have that I've used for drag. Actually, some of the clothing that I haven't used for drag is covered in glitter. Yeah. Oh my and god. One of my fellow performers on Monday full on took a handful of glitter, licked it, and r- wiped it all over their chin. Oh. And I was just like, that is commitment. <laughs> yeah. Glitter is now running through your veins. It's like people, people <laughs> call it like the herpes of the craft. Of craft. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you'll be it finding that. And uh, if I've ever, if I ever wear like either like glittery eyeshadow or like if I have a glittery shirt or yeah. something like, and I go to a party, people will find it the next day and be oh, like, yeah. there's Sarah. She's just, she was well, there. As soon as you enter men's, it's on your shoes. Like there's no way around it. It's all up and down the stairs. It's on every inch of the floor. I love that place. It's great. I feel like I belong there. It's I a really very, am. very welcoming venue. Yeah. Fuck yes. Yeah. So serotonin. <laughs> I'm still just. I'm really rough. proud of that. Actually. So would it be S A R A H and then just all one word serotonin? No, I would make tonin your last name. Tonin. T O N I N. Uh oh. Uh oh. I wasn't supposed oh. to do that during the podcast. Oh she. Sorry. Oh she was checking her messages from her girlfriend. That's all right. It's okay that you're in love and I'm all alone. <laughs> Yeah, no, you don't sound bitter at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm legit. She's legit. wonderful. You love her, I promise. I'm legit ex- excited for you. I'm pretty excited for you, too. All right, so Get well, Your Drag On also has a Facebook page, I believe. They do. We do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm part of that. Um, what is photos it? photos of me on there. I'm going to search for it right now. It's just called Get Your Drag On. It's like, um, you know yeah. how celebrities have pages that you can like? It's the same sort of thing. Right. So it's just Get Your Drag On. It's a Facebook page. Yeah. So you can like them and keep up to date on all of those events. And you'll you find event pages every week, too. Potentially see Jacked Off and keep in uh, keep it on your radar, Serotonin. Because yeah. I'm definitely one of the core performers now. Like, it's yep. an open stage, but we have, like, a team... We pretty much almost exclusively perform every week. Right. It's just, if we can't make it due to what life. life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But. No, that's awesome. So, yeah, keep in touch that way. Now, do you want to do um, Tinder Takeover really quick? Oh, sure. So, do you want to do you want to actually look at the guys? Sure. Just I, I'm interested to know what you people are up against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Um, wow, and that's just, the first guy. That's I'm, amazing. <laughs> so this is because this will probably be a common feature in the wow, podcast. Winner. If you're going to comment on people, make fun of them because that's what I encourage. Oh. But um, maybe don't use names, just just in case. Okay. Yeah, that's just fair. just in case. So here we go. Fair. So my so guy. And I, I'll just make a note right away that I did lower my age limit. I used to be like, I used to only want guys, like, I think it was like 27 or, it was like 26 or 27 I have no to 40. To on that. My girlfriend is a little bit younger than me. Yeah. I lowered it. All right. Okay. So first off, this guy's first picture that you see is a squinty face, tongue out, smile type thing. Clearly took it with a webcam or something in his dorm room. And the rest of them are club pictures. Uh, he's on the, what was that? That looks like a... He's into outdoorsy things and drinking. That would be my guess. He lives with mommy and daddy. He put that in his first sentence. Can have girls over most nights, as long as it's not too late. And he used the wrong two. Oh my god. Uh, I'm usually getting my goodnight kiss and tucked in by nine. <laughs> this is probably a joke. I guys, hope it's a joke. I think he's being sarcastic. It sounds like his friends made this for him. To, like, rip on him. That's hilarious. So, what do we think of he this He says guy? he's a lot like TJ Detweiler. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's a, that's a quite a, a claim to make. TJ Detweiler is... Wait, I don't even know who that is. Some recess. He was, like, oh. the ringleader of the kids. <laughs> he was the cool one. So, do we want to... Do we want yes or... Yay or nay? Oh, God. I would so nay, but... So nay. <laughs> it looks like a... Br- okay, first oh, of all... cute! No. He's swimming with a dolphin. And a swim with a dolphin thingy. I'm against that. Okay. Because that's fucking terrible. And he super liked me. Guess what? I wasn't looking at the dolphin. I was looking at him. Oh, okay. Like, oh, he's cute. Yeah, he's cute. But you're swimming with a dolphin in captivity, and that's I'm yeah. not about that life. So hey, he super liked me, and no, super like. What does that mean? Um, so a super like if you super like someone, like like you see how that 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 one was all in blue. Yeah. Um. So I know he's like I know he liked me. Wicked into you. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like a a fuck yes as opposed to a yes. It's like a love instead of a like. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm with you. Okay. I guess we can use names. Maybe just this guy is trying too hard to look studious. Not into it. Yeah. It's just him drawing on a chalkboard. Yeah. Um, Does he have other pictures? Can you like sort through them? Oh, God, this dude is pretentious as fuck. <laughs> okay, I just want to say that the picture she said that to was him. It's just him sitting alone in an apartment. Okay, but... So how is that pretentious? Because... How dare he? He clearly set this photo up to look cool as fuck. He's got, like, a, the city skyline in the background. He purposely has the curtain drawn so you can see that. He's got these nice romantic lights over in the corner so, like, you know, he'll treat you right. And then he's sitting there... He's sitting there, like, you know, watching the latest political debate, and he wants to talk to you about it over a glass of the most expensive wine that he will definitely tell you what it's composed of, where it's from, and how expensive it was. And there's no write-up, so there's really not... (laughs) He thinks he can get by on the strength of his douchey-ass pretentious pictures. Let's see some other pictures. Oh, yeah, here he is, doing a cheers in suits and vests with his friend, who he clearly (laughs) graduated from a fucking business program with. Ah, and this is where he shows you that he's culturally diverse. <laughs> he doesn't just have white friends. Ooh, good, good on ya, good on ya. But he's also a bro. Yeah. Look, I have male friends. I don't always sit by myself in my apartment. I have male friends who wear plaid shirts. Yeah. Um, I'm not. Which there's nothing. There's, oh, he's that guy. Yeah. There's nothing sticking out to me here. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna say no. He looks kind of boring. Not the way. All right. So we got a picture of him. In front His of name some... is already working against him. But let's see. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, on. what are you fixing? Can't tell. <laughs> um, I just want to say males. Picture choice is very um, important. Yeah. So, like, this guy has not taken picture choice seriously. Yeah, there's not much That's going a really on here. Shitty selfie. There's a shitty selfie, a picture of him fixing something. But you can't but actually see the something he's fixing. <laughs> Part of his head's cut off. He could just be pretending to fix something. And the first picture is him in front of some monument. Not into it. Just showing how insanely tall he is. So you'll notice that Tinder is a lot of no's. Yeah. Man, why have your first picture be one of you and someone else? Like, we need to figure out who you are. I know, first right? One. No, 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 I agree. Your first one should never be with someone. So this is a Newfoundlander. I've seen people, like, because I've definitely witnessed my friends using Tinder. And, yeah, when they have all of their pictures, group pictures, like, which one are you? Stop yeah. that. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Okay, run. run. <laughs> Picture three, and it's him and this other guy. <laughs> Fuck sakes. Yeah. Uh, I should not have lowered Smokes, my age. I should not have lowered my age. <laughs> uh, For men, definitely not. Probably not. Sorry, not sorry. Um, so I'm. I'm going, definitely a little tipsy. Now. I'm going to say <laughs> no. <laughs> Hell yeah, it's fine. Mm. Oh my god. It okay. Was ripped. Okay, so this is like Holy two. Holy shit. Yeah. That's intimidating. The father of God, his abs have abs. <laughs> Both of them. Fuck. Which one is he? Yeah. Oh no, he's not the bearded one. <laughs> no, no. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> Caitlin went to swipe through the pictures, and, and I she swiped didn't. On him. She swiped through a bunch, and then I just got a random match. Well, let's see who my match is with. Fuck, I'm sorry. That's all right. It's, you don't even understand how much I do this and how much that happens, and it's always hilarious every time. So I matched with this guy. So it wasn't even the guy we were looking at. No, because you swiped through. He does because, not look his age. I will say that for him. He's from Ireland. Oh, I like. Actually, you know what? He's great. I like him. Just, yeah. just going on his what his blurb says. Let's look. At well, it says ninety percent of Tinder is a scrapbook of bad eyebrow decisions. <laughs> Do straight guys care about eyebrows? Hmm. I'm just, I'm just saying. But he also says Larry David for president. And then he plays a guitar. And he he walks places with a gentleman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he likes looking like a tourist. Guitar picture. So yeah, I mean, I'm not like you know, it's not a, it's not a big. No, but it's not a big yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. May not marry this one. We'll see. May not. <laughs> so, for future reference, yes. if you want to swipe through the pictures, yes. you have to tap it. Tap it. Okay. You tap <laughs> it, and then you scroll. Okay. This is an electrician from Cape Breton who enjoys the simple things in life. Super likes are accidental and overrated, but I'd still take it as a compliment. That's clever. Because it's true. So super like, if I wanted, I'll just show you. If I want to super like someone, mm -hmm. I would have to go up. See? Super like. Oh, I can see how that would happen accidentally. And it, it does a lot. So that's like you, the thumbs up on Facebook when you're in Messenger. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like no one ever okay. actually wants to give you a thumbs up because it's kind of like almost rude in most situations. Just, to be honest, it's fucking lazy. And I say that. I say this as someone who does it. <laughs> and will fully, fully take responsibility I'll, for my laziness. I'll fully admit. So you have a picture of a truck in there, which. I bet it's his profile picture on don't Facebook. Don't waste your pictures on objects and not you dumb 
Like, if this had you scenery, in it, and then is he like a speck in that picture? No, he's not even. There's he's not a dog. even. A, he's not even. A, it's a picture what of a lake. Fuck, man. Picture of a truck. Who are you trying to get? To a nice date? picture of a guy in a suit, which is nice. And then a truck, and then truck again. again. And then a, another landscape. You definitely don't need more than one picture of your truck. You definitely shouldn't have a picture of your truck at all. But he looks cute. But he's clearly pushing his bicep out right there. Like, he's doing that move, you know, where the guys hold their arms and then they, like, push their biceps out? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I do uh, like the... I read douche on I do... is probably douche, he which makes him my traffic. type. He would totally cut me off in traffic. He would. But he has a clever... Let's just... And I'm going to give him... his turn signals. I bet you any money. Probably. <laughs> I'm going... Tr- of course not. I'm going to give him a like just because of the cleverness. It's a match! Oh, God. <laughs> So then you can either message da, them da, or da, keep. Da, 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 da. That's a mistake. Okay, so the next guy that came up here, first picture, picture is a girl. Yeah, first, first picture it looks like a girlfriend. Like her hand is up on his neck. Yeah, that's wrong. Classic. So here's Classic. what I do in this situation, people. So if I encounter <laughs> this, I read the profile because you never know. Sometimes it could be a couple looking for some fun. He started with Heya. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're on this other guy, and he's older than that guy by ten years, and he's yeah. Heya. But the age is better, thirty-four, which is a bit better. Oh my age. god, ew! What his first what? line? The human form of the hundred emoji. That is a Brooklyn Nine-Nine reference. Gag me though. But that's a reference to a good show. Because, um... Wait, who says it? Gina? Yeah. It has to be Gina. Yeah. <laughs> Gina says it. So, only... Okay. So then here's this other thing. So on Tinder, like, all these guys that are, like, visiting for, like, a couple days or whatever will go on Tinder to try to hook up. Yeah, so they usually say fish. in their profile, like, in Halifax for a couple of weeks looking for something. Keep me warm out here. It's bloody cold. <sighs> yeah. So because I'm a lady who is... Would like... Would like, would like to dabble in casual sex. Maybe, maybe, but nothing really. I don't know if I'm really attracted. I mean, he's cute, but he definitely knows he's cute. Yeah, that it's all nice. selfies mostly. There's only one that's not. I'm gonna say no. So now we're back on this guy with the girl in this picture. Oh, here we go. So yeah, he has his first picture with a girl. Second picture is a bunch of bros. Bros. Then girl, girl again. again. Different. So girl. and there's no write up. There's no write-up confirming what's going on there. So, no. Don't do that, guys. Stop it. What? You're instantly Post hugged. pictures of yourself. That's and if you're, you in, if you're in an open relationship, fucking own it. Say and it. say it in yeah. the description. It's not hard, guys. All right. Communication let's, is important. Let's just do a couple more. Wow. Ah, another guy with two guys. Great. <laughs> Perfect. Let's play this I'm game I'm here again. to look at cute girls and talk to... Blah. Fuck you. Yeah. I know. Some people just ruin it for themselves, like, the second they start typing. So that's a no. Sleepy, often unreliable, and easily distracted. Oh, okay, get it. So we start to spell distracted and then stop spelling it. Yeah. Big spoon world champion. Ugh. 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 Oh, man. Ugh. Actually, I See, feel- now, are you are you feeling my frustrations? I I could only have imagined what straight girls were up against just having seen what some of my friends have dealt with and some of the creepy-ass messages they get and, like, the dick pics immediately. I don't get dick pics on Tinder. I don't know how... Please don't feel insulted by that. <laughs> I mean, like, I get them other ways, but not on, just not on Tinder. Um, I guess now would be an appropriate time Ooh. to talk about what my tagline on Plenty of Fish was. <gasps> what is it? What was it? It actually got me a fair number of responses. Like, I would say probably 60% of the messages I got on Plenty of Fish, the girls would open with how much they liked my tagline or, like, how funny it was right. or whatever. 
Anyway, so it, um, it was knight in affordable armor. Love it. Right? I was like, I want you to know what you're in for. I don't have money. <laughs> but I'm kind of cute and somewhat charming. <laughs> Bitch, I ain't gonna spoil you. But I'll spoil you with things that I can make myself, like food. Yeah, exactly. Crafts. Oh, man. <laughs> no, that's awesome. I, I think my, my tagline, uh, or like one of my things in my, in my actual description is like, I will judge you based on your TV taste. Which is kind of harsh, but also very true to me. And I was going to say, that's like going to be a requirement for you, because you are very much into your media. Yeah. If you watch bad TV, you ain't getting this V. <laughs> wow, Sarah. <laughs> Don't die. Oh, my God. <laughs> R.I.P. On that note, I'm going to send this drunk lady off to her girlfriend's house now. Said girlfriend was very stoked about that. <laughs> so thanks so much, dude, for coming on. No problem, bro. Shooting the shit. Let's do one last cheers. Map. Close it out. Any final words? Keep it and have fun. Mm. Stay in school, kids. Stay in school. Anyways, don't do drugs unless it's don't. weed. That's a, that's a good call. Sorry, mom. Yeah. <laughs> is your mom, I mean, here, like, this is going to go up on Facebook. I mean, it's up to you whether you share with your mom or not. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, that's great. Thank you, Caitlin. This was a fucking... And stay tuned for our duet, yeah. Serotonin and Jacked Off. And I may or may Just not saying. make another appearance on this show. I mean, yeah. yeah. And maybe, like, uh, you, maybe I can go on a date with him. With Jack? Mm-hmm. I'd be into that. Jack would definitely be into that. And then that would He's give that would give me some dating experience and like help me <laughs> help me out into the world of cool. dating. Yeah. All right. So stay tuned for that. And that's it, folks. Woo! <laughs> Clever outline. Oh, outline. Outro. It's fine. We're going. Outro. 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 Extra. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's okay, it. Bye. Have a good one, guys. <laughs>